Welcome back to Qualified Dropouts, everyone. The best podcast in the whole entire planet. Actually, no. No. In the whole entire universe. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you listened to other podcasts outside of our planet? I mean, no. But if they're out there, we trump that. So, mm. it's whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, we're here. We have, a, we have a Q&A to go down. <clears throat> Who knows? We may only answer one question. We could probably run it for... Four hours, um, but yeah, we're here living it. And uh, who is this? What? Why does that look familiar? Oh, that's what that is. I was like, why does that seem familiar? Um. <coughs> all right, so Ian, t- take it away, dude. I don't have the I don't have the questions. I know. Just take it away though, while I get them out. How are you guys today? If you guys are doing great, that's awesome. Okay, and and we are here. Um, yeah, so uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you guys because the questions that got asked, there was only one crappy question. Really? Mm-hmm. Congratulate our audience. <laughs> That's rude. It's a little well, rude. No, it's not because yeah. they watched our last podcast, so they asked better questions. Yeah. Um, well, actually, there's... Dude, you know what's crazy? Aaron kind of disagreed with, with what? stupid questions. She doesn't think they're stupid questions. Oh. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Huh? Everyone's entitled to their yeah. own opinion. Yeah, I was, like, kind of shocked. She's like, well, that's not true. And I'm like... Hmm. What, does she listen to the podcast? No. Well, that's why. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of explained it to her a little bit, but she was kind of, like, still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is one stupid question we got. Let's hear it. How do I increase my height? <laughs> Dude, I get that question asked. I, don't way. Even, I think they just say that just because it's funny. No, no, no. That's a thing. In like other parts of the world, people actually think you can take stuff to increase your height because people are that insecure about it. Really? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, and I didn't know that. To until answer that question, you cannot. Yeah. And I've said Unless that. Unless you have a surgery. This guy had a surgery to grow six inches. Wow. You want to know what they do? Put stencils in your feet? <laughs> No, no, what? no, they, uh, so they break your, it's either your femur or your shin. So you're either right above, above or below your knee. And yeah. what they do is they, cause they have to do it a millimeter at a time. Yeah. So they separate the bone just by like a millimeter and then it repairs more bone. And then you keep breaking wow. it over like a six month period and it keeps growing, growing, growing and you grow like six inches. Wow. It's a really painful surgery. Yeah. If you didn't, okay. And you can't really do anything because your legs are always broken. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's got, it costs a lot of money too. So um, I guess that's how you can increase your height. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah. So there, there are a couple of questions on here that are probably going to take us a very long, long, long time to answer. Um, but here's a good one that I really wanted to answer. And this is how to learn skills the right way. Um. And then he's, there was some other stuff said about how to learn skills at the perfect time. There's no, like, perfect time to learn a skill. Um, so, I sh- so how to learn skills the right way. Um, I like to say the best way to learn skills is through personal experience and also to learn it from people who have already done it. <laughs> That's all you have on that. Well, no, I was just, that. That okay. was just the surface. Okay, go ahead. I agree. I agree. I think uh, what's super important. I think a lot of people 
will dive into all this information online and like learn a lot about something, but they ha- they don't ever apply it or actually do something with it. So they don't even know if they learned a skill or not. They just know the information rather than the actual skill. Because I believe that the skill is the act of being able to do something, not just know something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think learn just trial and error, like being okay with failure and just going over and over again. Like you talk to any salesperson, like learning how to sell, like you don't just study a bunch of things and go into your first sales and job and you just know how to sell because, yeah, you learned all these all this information of how to, how to overcome objections, how to talk to people, but being put on the spot and learning how to do it, it all comes through like repetitions. It's mm-hmm. like bodybuilding. It's all about repetitions. Yeah. Repetitions. That's why, that's why I tell you guys, you need to do the thing first. And then when you get stumped, that's when you look up the video or buy the book or whatever it is. If you buy the book first, you're just going to be overloaded with information. And then you're going to yeah. be like, I don't even know. You won't be able to, how to, you won't even learn how to apply it to what you're doing because you're exactly. not doing anything. Yeah. And everyone, everyone has their own journey with whatever it is too. So it's, if, if you learn from someone, you're going to try and mimic his journey and trust, because this is coming from firsthand experience. I've done this. Like I've tried to mimic someone else's journey because I learned from them before I started. And that's just not the case because yeah. everyone's in a different position God puts everyone in different doors and different opportunities, so you can't mimic someone else's thing when when you're not that person. So that's why I like to say, like, the skills that you're going to learn, you need to do it first and then ask questions. If you ask questions first, actually, watch that video if you want to ask questions first, our last video we posted. Yeah, that'd be a good, good one. Okay. You have anything else for that? that's all, I think that's all we needed to say. Yeah. Um, so I said topics. I didn't really say question. Um, so the topic this guy wants us to cover is finance. Sorry, dude. Terrible question. That doesn't even make sense. Um, but he did ask a very good question. How to know if you are on the correct path. Also, just to let you guys know, I'm not saying it out of me being a douche or a dick. I'm saying this to help you guys out. If you say talk about finance, Dude, like there's so much to finance. Like there's so much to finance. You need to be very, very technical on what you want to know, because I could answer that question and it is exactly not what you are looking for. So not only did I waste my time, but I also wasted yours. So that is why you need to be very technical in the answer or the questions that you ask. So this, this is a loaded question, bro, is how to know if you're on the right path. This is, this is loaded because I'm going through this right now. Mm-hmm. You start, though, because I told you I wanted to hear your answer first. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I don't think you'll ever know you're on the right path because you'll always question if you can do something better. Mm-hmm. That's like, I just don't think, I don't think I've ever known since starting my business and everything mm-hmm. that I know I've been on the right path. I think I have been. But the next, you know, I change it totally, completely because whatever stops working or maybe it's just not, I I didn't like what I was doing or my, my whole vision of it changed completely because of, as you acquire new information, you go through life experiences, your business will change, your ideas will change, your, what you want for the future will change based off of all of your past experiences and beliefs that constantly change. So I don't think you'll ever know you're going to be on the right path. The only way to measure that you're on the right path is how hard it is. And also like 
are you seeing some type of growth in some area of your life? And that's it. That's what I think. That was a solid answer, bro. I had a feeling we were going to have a similar answer. But, yeah, I also – dang it, this thing is – think Buddy's sitting on it. But, yeah, I also don't think that you're ever going to truly know if you're on the right path. I think a lot of that comes with uh, faith a lot too. Um, and it's going to change a lot. I think, I think a lot of people think you need to do one thing and stick with that one thing and do it for the rest of your life. But if you have that mentality – because that's the mentality I had about I'm going to be in fitness. I'm only going to do fitness. I'm going to talk about fitness. I'm going to do the best thing in fitness. I'm going to do fitness, fitness, fitness. And my, my mindset started to change like a year in, but I continued to do it for another year and a half. And it kind of like builds up and snowballs. And then it's like, shit, like I don't even want to do this anymore because you're, you're, like Ian said, your beliefs change in what you actually want to do. So that's why my content has completely changed because it's like I don't really like talking about this is how you lose weight anymore. I'm sorry. It's just boring to me. I don't like doing it, and I've done it for a long time. And they actually say that an average person changes their career paths seven to nine times. Really? An average. I'm trying to think what my career path is. First, it was going to be actually – Finance. I was going to school for finances. I'm mm-hmm. going to be a um account, not an accountant. No, 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 no. This is after college. Oh, really? Yeah. This is like since you get your degree, and we don't have degrees, yeah. but since you get your degree, you change career paths seven to nine times. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So it's like for you to say, how do you know if you're on the correct path? I think to know if you're on the correct path is if you are doing what God is telling you to do. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that just comes just with obedience, bro, honestly. If he tells you to do freaking start a podcast, start a podcast, bro. If he tells you to, uh, you know, go work in a hospital and he wants you to be a nurse, then go do it. But I, I think that's really, it for me anyway, that's what's been really important because uh, the ways he has spoken to me is a lot different than how I think he would have spoken to me in, in the past before I grew a relationship with him. I think that's extremely important personally because mm-hmm. he, 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 he gives a lot of direction. So that's my kind of take on that. It feels like we could talk about that topic for a lot longer. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I totally agree. I think there will, you'll never know if you're on the right path or not. You just got to keep doing what, is intended for you. Mm-hmm. I want to see this. Let me pick a question. Let me pick a question. We don't have that many. I put, I messed up. I put a poll on it too, so I think they missed the questions tab. Um, um, see, like it's, I'm just going to answer those two. They're all. Go ahead. Um, okay, this is. Finding a purpose as a single person. Mm. And this was asked by a girl, too. Mm. I can talk from my experience when I was single. You go first, though. Since you are single, let's start with you. Um, so, I again, I think purpose comes directly from God and what he wants you to do. 
Uh, and I also think that, uh, you know, a man's purpose is to provide and protect for a family. Um, and for, for a woman, I think, I think now you have like two ends of the spectrum where it's like a girl should not work. A girl should just stay at home and, and, and be the mom and like be lazy and stuff like that. And you have this other force where it's like girls should make 200 K a year and have a family and just hire nannies and stuff like that. Um, I think people have it all, all wrong, bro. I think you need to build yourself up as a woman or a man. And then whenever you do get to that standpoint of you finding a family, you'll know what's right. I mean, if you're, if you truly, truly love your husband and this has happened multiple times, bro, if you truly love your husband and you know, he's making 30 grand a year and you're making a little bit more and you want to be a stay at home wife or stay at home mom while you have kids it's going to be pretty hard for him to support the family with 30 grand a year, right? So I think it's important to also understand the season you're in. So if you're in that kind of season, it's like, well, you probably shouldn't have kids until he's starting to make more, and then maybe you can ease off on the work. Uh, I mean, that's how it was with my parents anyway. Um, my mom stayed at home with my brother, and that's it. But uh, – yeah, when my parents met, they, my dad was making like, dude, my dad was making like twenty two grand a year. That's crazy. It was awful. Um, but yeah, I, th I think I think purpose just comes from like just knowing your. I think it truly comes from knowing what season you're in and just always developing yourself as a person and just knowing how to develop yourself either as a man or a woman. So I think I think we need to be a little more specific because it's very very. Um, I think that in order to find your person as a single person, no, 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 purpose or purpose, sorry, sorry, find your purpose as a single person. You're obviously going to want to try as many things as you can, because right now you do not have the responsibilities of being in a relationship or worrying about talking to certain people or catering your life around somebody else, which I also don't think you should do. I think a relationship is a joint thing. Um, you shouldn't have to change your life. And this kind of leads me to my next thing is, you need to just try everything and anything that you think defines you, whether it be certain businesses, certain hobbies, certain job, like going different careers, having different events, whatever it is, you need to try everything you can. And so you can become confident in what you believe in and who you are as a person before you dive into a relationship. And that's like, after me, after my like I was in a relationship when I was young. And after that, um, I stayed single for Probably like three years, honestly. Like I, you know, you, you talk to people, you go, you know, you, you socialize, right? I think that's super important. Like just try to talk to new people and always like be social. So, you know, you're always going to have those people you maybe go on a date with here and there. I think it's great to go on dates here and there, but um, to just socialize and be normal. But I was single for a while and um, during that time, I just tried everything. I did everything I wanted and I started pursuing things and it just built up my confidence to really not care what anybody thought. And also when I get, I knew when I got in a new relationship, nothing in my life was going to change of like what I loved and what I did. If you feel like you have to change any of the things you love or you have to maybe be someone different or like you're scared to pursue something because of a relationship, it's not the right relationship. It's like I, 
that was something I learned. I was like, yeah, I'm never, ever, ever going to do that again. Um, I'm never going to like not be who I am. And before I get another relationship, I'm going to be confident in what I'm doing. So when I say, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing social media, I'm doing this and I'm not going to worry if that person I'm talking to is going to laugh at me or think it's stupid because if they do, it's like, yeah, well, I don't really care. I'm not going to date you. Like I, I know what I want and I have a strong self-belief in who I am. So I think finding purpose as a single person is trying everything, anything that interests you, build enough confidence in yourself and what you believe in. So when you do dive into that relationship, nothing changes in your life other than the fact that you are now spending time with someone. Yeah, that's good. And also uh, when it comes to your purpose, it's, I mean, the answer is kind of in the question as well. It's your purpose. It's not society's purpose for you. Um, Because I think a lot of people will be like, oh, well, society wants me to be this. So I have to be this. And it's like, nah, that's just not how it is. You need to find what you like, what you want to do. Um, And I always like to say, find the thing that if money wasn't on the table and everything was free, if you had to do one thing for the rest of your life and you weren't getting paid for it, that's what you got to do. And once you find that and start doing it every single day or every week or whatever it may be, eventually if you stick with it long enough, you'll probably start to get, I mean, if you live in America... Everything is, what's the word, transactional? Yeah, transactional. So um, I was going to say transactionary, but I'm like, I don't think that's, um, but every, there's a, there's a monetary value to everything. So uh, if you stick with it long enough, you'll get paid from it. I mean, shoot, I didn't think I was going to get paid from talking about fitness, right? And then you talk for it long enough that people are like, I want to pay you, right? It's the same thing with podcasters and YouTubers. You know, if they stick with it long enough, YouTube pays them. Um, people cash at them, Venmo them, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I like to say. Find the one thing that if you would have worked for free for the rest of your life, do that thing. And then uh, when you get paid, it's a bonus. That's what I like to say. Last question. This is going to be a quicker podcast, too. The last question that we're going to tackle is how to maintain a healthy relationship. You know? Go for it, Ian. How to maintain a healthy relationship. It depends on well, what... Actually, actually, dude, let's, let's actually not talk about... Let's talk about our relationship. Like we can talk about friendships. Yeah, let's just talk about well, I think, a relationship. Well, I wasn't I was gonna just say relationships in general. Because um, I think this is know, really important, bro. I think to maintain a healthy relationship. Well, actually, hold on, hold on. You said something the other day um, at the pool. Remember what did I say about about money? About I'm the only person. Say say which. What did, wait, wait. Remember at the pool. Because you said, uh, and this is this is when I kind of knew that, uh, well, I already knew this, but I was like, I like feel the same way. Um, oh, oh, like who to trust mm-hmm. with like if you really yeah, were. Yeah, like so at the pool we were chilling um, and Ian was like, yeah, if like stuff hits the fan or whatever, like you would be the one guy that I would actually give money to and I knew you would give it back to me. And, um, I think that's a, that's a form of trust. A lot of friends don't have, like they may, they may say it. They're like, yeah, I trust this guy, but it's like when it comes down to it, 
you don't really know. Yeah. And I, I have a few of those guys. Um, I would say in my life, I think I have a total of three, and you're yeah. one of them. Um, other one being my buddy in Arizona, and then my other one being my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that's like, those are like healthy relationships. Those are like true friendships. And I think for relationships too, sometimes you're just going to have those friends that are just great relationships to have and connections, but it's not going to be that, like that next level where it's like, I mean, like forever type shit. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I think people comes in, come in waves and people will come in and out of your life. But I think to maintain just overall relationships, it's just one, I think not expecting anything in return. I think it's a big thing. A lot of people get offended if like people don't get like invited to things or anything like that. Like I, I went through that phase. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, back in high school, like I wasn't invited to things, especially, I'm going to be honest, even after like my serious breakup, like we had the same friend groups, but then I wasn't invited because she was and everything. And I was like, well, this is just not healthy. Like I went through a huge like wave of emotions of like, it's kind of unfair. Like no one wanted to invite me to do anything because. So it's like they took her side. So in a sense, yes, they were. It's just, I mean, I don't want to talk negative to anyone back there, but it wasn't even a bad thing. It's just, I wasn't really as invited right after, like they couldn't hang out with me. It's like, okay. So that taught me though. It's like, you know what? Like going forward, like your real, like, like friends and healthy relationships that you want to have, you shouldn't expect anything in return. And I don't expect anything in return. If people don't want to hang out with me, it's just a good indicator of like, okay, like temporary. Yeah. I'll see him. I'll say what's up, but I'm not going to go out now. I'm not going to go out of my way to say hi to him. Now, if people want to hang out with me, it's like, yeah, I'm going to maintain that relationship by inviting them to do things or be proactive in it. And then they're going to, I know for a fact, they're going to return the favor. So obviously you do have to open up your, you have to be a little vulnerable first in the beginning of like inviting people first. And then you will get that instant feedback of if it's even worth uh, maintaining that relationship Mm -hmm. as a friendship or that relationship, because if they really want to, if they really like you, they'll want to hang out with you again. Mm -hmm. If they don't really care to, they're not going to invite you. That's just the facts. So, um, I think to maintain a healthy relationship, you put yourself out there first, and then if it works out, awesome, but don't don't let it affect you either. Like, don't expect anything in return. You're just putting yourself out there to make a connection, and they'll do this. Like, hopefully, they'll do the same. I, I mean, there's really no, I don't think there's really a right way to do it. I think it's just you have to be a little vulnerable first, and then, you know, just don't really expect anything and go from there. Dang. I actually didn't think you were going to say that. Why? Um, well, I didn't think you were going to use the word vulnerable. Oh, really? Yeah. I knew that's what you were thinking. I just thought yeah. you were going to go a different way with it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, I think uh, I think the reason why we've stayed, like, so, like, so close and gotten closer is just because, like, we're vulnerable with, like, literally, like, everything. Like, mm-hmm. business, ideas. Um, what we think about certain topics, stuff like that. Like the thing is, is I think we also don't get offended Yeah, about mm-hmm. like whether you go do something and I don't or like. I actually, I was talking about this the other day. Yeah. I, I was, ma- yeah, on, on, I don't think I, did I post it? I mean, we do a lot together, but also like 
Well, no, I, I think I think I did post. I can't remember, but I was talking about friendships, and I'm like, you know, your friends suck if they say yes about everything. If you're like, should I do this? Do I do this? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like your friends are not good if you say, yeah, dude, like go to that party, go see that girl, do this, do that. Like, no, no, no. Your like true friends, bro, know exactly what you are trying to strive for, and like knows exactly what your purpose is on earth. And if you are going away from that, they're going to tell you no. Yeah. Like the amount of times I've told Ian something, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this. He's like, don't do that. It's terrible, terrible idea. And the, vice, the, and the amount, yeah, and the amount of times he's came to me, he's like, yeah, I wonder this. I'm like, ah, I don't think that'd be logical. Um, and I think that super important. Um, and if you don't have friends like that in your corner, yeah, being open minded. Like I think, um, like that's super important. So like accept feedback and also, yeah, you want people around you telling you no, but yeah. you also have to keep that door open for them to be able to tell you no, and you can't be a dick. Exactly. Mm. Like if you're just like, no, screw you, mm. like that's not true. They're never going to be, they're never going to tell you no again and try mm. to help you. Exactly. So, and I, shoot, we've seen that. Like there's people, we've seen, we've, I know people yeah. personally that yeah. you can't, there's honestly, there's some people that I just, yeah, I won't, I won't be upfront with them because I know mm -hmm. how they act. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. they're going to be offended by it and they'll ask mm -hmm. your opinion. You're like, yeah, just do it. But it's mm -hmm. like, that's also on you. If you're yep. that person, yep. you have to be willing to take feedback. Now the other person should know how to deliver it. Cause mm -hmm. there are proper ways to deliver it. Um, to make it not like, Hey, you're an idiot. Like, Hey, you're doing a great job, but like I would change this or just try it. Mm -hmm. they, they need to come off like, just try it. If it doesn't work, go back to your old way. But mm -hmm. um, I don't think that was a bad idea. I think, you know, this could be something new that you do. And mm -hmm. then um, you got to learn how to communicate in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people are really, really afraid to be like open up that vulnerability door with other people because they're afraid of what they're going to think of them. But you shouldn't think like that mm -hmm. because the more vulnerable you are with someone, one, they're going to accept you and they're going to know a lot of stuff about you. And two, yeah. they're going to reciprocate that if they actually want to hang out with you. And three, you've already, you've already opened that door. So it's not like you have to like inch your way into like being vulnerable with them. Right. Like yeah. right off the rip, what was so, what was so cool about kind of like me and you and how is like, we were like, just with everything, we were, like, right out the gate. Yeah. Like, just, like, yeah, dude, like, I do this. Like, I want to do this. Like, this sucks. I'm sad on this part of my area. Like, I don't know what to, like, we just, like, opened up everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think that's, like, true, a true healthy relationship. And I know we're kind of taught as a society, like, don't be vulnerable with people. Like, keep your doors closed and stuff like that. It's like people so take that way out of context. Well, I think way also like, so how I view it is being vulnerable. People are, people are scared to be vulnerable because they feel like they're going to go, the other people they tell them to is going to go behind your back exactly. and talk about them and ruin you or whatever. And it's like, to be honest, the reason why I'll be vulnerable is to give them like, I'm testing them. If they go talk That's shit exactly behind right. me, it's That's like, exactly right. to be honest, if you do that, you're not a person I do, I'm going to even care about 10 years from now when I'm as mm -hmm. successful as I can be and I have other d things going on in my life. Like, yep. you won't matter. And that's, yep. like, that that won't matter. And that's mm -hmm. why, like, going into each friendship relationship, it's like, 
I'll be as vulnerable as I as I can. 100%. I'll tell you everything. And if I get obviously you're disrespectful of me and you tell other people and you talk crap about me, it's like, okay, well, you're gonna waste your time and energy talking bad about me. I'm gonna spend my time and energy not working about that, worrying about that, and I'm gonna just focus on me and keep on growing. So I'm just gonna so I'm just gonna pass you. It doesn't even matter. Like mm-hmm. that's how I view it because it's just it's a macro friendship, when, not a micro it's friendship. Like when I see people waste so much time on this little drama, like so much energy and effort on it, I'm like, why don't you just spend that on like what you want to actually grow in the future? You constantly complain about how you look. You constantly complain about not being able to make enough money. You constantly complain about whatever. It's like if you took all that energy that you spent on these micro little relationships and things going on in life and drama and just put it into yourself and not caring what they think and not, not letting it upset you. It's, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but also like learn to just be, learn to just have no feeling towards it. Mm-hmm. You'll just be so much more successful. I think that's just like something that's changed for me too. Cause I used to care a lot about like, Oh, this person did this and this person did this to me. And it's like, I just got to a point. I don't know. It just, I just didn't care anymore. Like when it's actually when I went on prep and everything, yeah. I just didn't care. People mm-hmm. talk crap about me. People talk crap about my bodybuilding mm-hmm. show. People talk crap about me posting yeah. on social media. And it's like, man, mm-hmm. they can do that. But while they're doing that, I'm just going to post more content and do more. And then now, like, look where I'm at. Like, I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to brag, but I have a successful online coaching business. I moved out to Houston. I got the car that I've always wanted and dreamed, and I'm not a materialistic person. It's not a super nice car, but I've always drove shitty cars, but I, I gave myself the opportunity to go and actually buy something for myself for once. I always felt strapped for money, um, but I did things with it, and I didn't fo- if I would have focused on how people would have thought about me or me being too vulnerable and then people talking crap about me behind my back and things like that, I would still be back doing whatever I'm doing back in my hometown. Yeah, it's actually <clears throat> it's actually kind of crazy because you're rewarded for being vulnerable in this. You're literally rewarded for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I don't know who came up with the, you can't be vulnerable. Don't do that. Like, that's a terrible thing. Like, I don't know who came up with that, but the people who aren't vulnerable with their friends, peers, whatever it may be, they're hiding so much stuff in them, and they're, like, afraid of themselves. Because yeah. they don't know who they are yet. Yeah. So, uh, let's, well, let's, like, tackle, like, just vulnerability in general. Because what me and Ian are not saying is we're not saying when me and Ian met, I broke down crying. <laughs> I was like, yeah. dude, like, I'm, uh, I'm so upset over this one girl. Like, I feel like a loser, and I'm, like, sobbing and crying. That, that's not what I mean by that. Yeah. It's um, just being honest about who you are in the moment. Exactly. That's it. Like, it's like, if... if Asher asked me, oh, how much money did you make this month? It's like, I have only made this. My business is failing in this area. Like, that's like being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Or if you ask me, how's your relationship with this or whatever? It's like, yeah, I'm just, this happened. Or ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, my, you know, my grandfather just passed away, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you and just. we've both been through that, bro. Yeah. And in the past like, year, we just, both had people pass. You being, you know, vulnerable in that way where people ask you questions and you're just honest. Now, Obviously, there's like love, like different types of questions you shouldn't be answering, right? Yeah. I think there's like disrespectful questions and yeah. things that, I mean, really just like gross questions. You start getting in the more of the darker side of things, but I mean, that's different. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think that's the way of being vulnerable. Not like just like you coming out the gate and 
putting all being vulnerable isn't putting all of your problems on somebody either. That's exact. Yeah, like you're mm-hmm. being vulnerable is just being yeah. honest, but then also talking about the positive things yeah. and like being happy for something and like your goals and your dreams and whatever it is. Like that's also being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're meeting someone new, girl or guy, um, don't cry to them or whatever. But if they ask you like what you want out of life and it's not it's not the normal thing, you need to tell them that. Because if you don't and you try and, like, play down to their level almost and hide that away from them, it's going to come out eventually. Mm-hmm. So it's better to just say it right off the rip than kind of wait until it gets bad. And, hey, I've had this happen with, with girlfriends. <laughs> like... I'll wait like a month and a half, two months until I'm like, okay, I, I do this and like, this is where my life's headed. And then we don't talk anymore. And it's like, I wonder what would have happened if I just would have said it right out the gate. Um, now obviously like there, there's different like stages that go into it, but (laughs) we um, can talk about Asher's love life. Another podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, Asher well, no, I just, he's, a, he's dude, an interesting man when dude, it comes to relationships. I'm dude, I just, I, ju- I just attract the weirdest I've never, women. I just have, I'm I, older, so I've been through more relationships. Man, the conversations he has, is he has. It's so weird, dude. I never bring them up either. And they'll be in the first month and I'm like, I've never experienced that. I never bring them up. I get questions about See, how many it's kids hard do you me. It's hard it's for you to like, believe I, that. I feel like there's some way you act, not you ask them, but something you say. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't. The thing is, though, is it's like. Uh, this is Asher being vulnerable right now. Dude, I'm vulnerable as crap on the internet, bro. This I, is me. This is me calling him out a little bit. I'm so vulnerable on the internet, but. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, it maybe funny. it's it's probably because I'm vulnerable with girls. So, and they know, girls inherently know a vulnerable question for men is, what does family look like for you? Type yeah. Stuff. Oh um, yeah. I. Y- so yeah. I don't know. When they ask me that in the first three weeks, I mean, I'm not gonna be like, let's not talk about that. Like, I'm obviously gonna answer it. It's just interesting. And when and I it, and when I say hypothetically, I want as many kids as possible. So like, if we live in a hypothetical world. And, you know, girl, child labor wasn't a thing where, like, they did, it wasn't hard for them or whatever. I would probably want, like, ten kids. But realistically, probably, like, three to five, you know? But then, like, when, they, when I say that, it's like, they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, it's a hypothetical. I'm saying realistically. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, Very you know, interesting. It's, it's going to be funny because uh, eventually – if I do have a girl stay with me for a little while, I kind of want to talk to her because uh, I'm vulnerable with all of my girlfriends. I kind of want to talk to her about this topic. Mm. I think that'd be a good topic to talk you about. You should get them past one girl. month. Yeah, dude. One month is usually like the... <laughs> one month is usually like the... It's okay. The thingy. It's okay. Hey, it's all right. We've all been there. Oh, I don't... Shoot, man. Hey, you I found the right one. Hey, I don't. That's all that matters. I don't. Shoot, I'm I'm cooling. I'm cooling right now. Um, I've actually I haven't really told you, but there have been girls like sliding into my DMs, and I 
don't say anything back. Hmm. You should. Nah. They're all. What if that's, you don't know that. What did we just talk about before this? We talk about assuming, right. assuming someone's, yeah, assuming but, about someone because of. Yeah, but also, but also I do think that sometimes people get sent into your life as temptations and not. Uh, meaningful How do you decipher? I'm actually, this is a great topic. How do you know that it's a temptation rather than a good thing? Or, yeah, go ahead, actually. I think it's the way she portrays herself on the internet, bro. I think if yeah. she's in a bikini showing her at, like, it's pretty obvious, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to be real. Like, it's pretty obvious when a girl is in a bikini for every picture and, like, she takes photos with her ass out and stuff like that. It's like, that's pretty easily, like, this girl's trying to slide in just to get, like, a quick little hit and then dip. And yeah. if and if not, sometimes, if she, and if not, she does want something meaningful, that's not what I want. I, I don't, yeah. like... Hey, now, I've seen girls that get married and they're tell you they're very very loyal and they're great yeah. people. But then I see their Instagram and I'm like, that's you know, very interesting. You know what? You would never guessed. You it. know, you know who would have never guessed? Well, I didn't really know much about her. Summer Ray is like has a very strong relationship with Jesus. Like very, yeah. she's only had sex with I think one person. Wow. And it was with uh, it was it was with that long term boyfriend she had. Um, didn't she date MGK? No. No. No, or she wait. dated... Uh, I think she dated MGK. Yeah. They didn't have sex, though. Yeah. Because it wasn't with him. It was with someone else. Um, they dated, know, they yeah. dated for a long time. But anyways, um, yeah, because she was... Um, she was on a podcast, and she was like... She was like... Uh, I remember... I, I, yeah, I forgot I what it was, but um, she was like, if I were to say one thing to any girl out there, you need to have a strong relationship with Jesus, or you're just going to be consumed by the devil and by social media and comparing yourselves to these other girls and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, homegirl. Boom, there you go. Home See? Girl. I mean, if you would have looked at her page, who would have who would have thought that? Just saying. So yeah, how but, do you decipher? How do you decipher yeah, good but, and yeah, bad? But, yeah, but still, I wouldn't want to date her, though. What if that's what you're meant to? Who knows, man? I so mean, how I do guess, you know? How do you know it's a bad thing or a good thing? How do you know it's not the one? Because oh, there's a story. There, uh, I think it's, I forgot what it was, an, an analogy. And, well, you uh, want to know how I know? Yeah. And the thing is, bro, this, like, you want to know how I know? Because holy women don't post their ass on the internet, and God sends men holy women. That's why. Yeah, but also, I mean, now it's you it's, it's, it's like kind of hard. It's everyone hard sins, to, right? Everyone yeah, sins. So that, you're thinking of like the, the most thing. perfect woman, right? And you got to think of everything you've said on the internet, right? Could be even just cussing, mm -hmm. right? Cussing or saying certain things or doing, shoot, your past of things you've done. And it's like, what if a girl met you and it's like, oh, this guy did this in the past. And it's like, uh, I know. I don't like know. Like, how that's not a holy man doesn't do. Um, you know, does oh, the holy man doesn't do drugs, or a holy man doesn't cuss, or a holy man doesn't like get drunk. He only you know gets buzzed. Um, like a holy man does X, Y, and Z, right? Doesn't fall into that's true, but also so then but it's also like exploit. I, I don't know, man. I just I, I just don't I think, think I just don't think I think um I think it's hard. I think to know. your your faith has to 
far outweigh your sin. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think it's the best because yeah. your your sin could be something that takes a while to develop, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk more about even just like pornography, drugs, alcohol abuse, um, any type of um, just like hooking up with people, right? So it's like that isn't going to be a you wake up one day and you, it's an addiction. Like yeah. everything's an addiction. Everything you sin is an addiction. So it's like that's going to be something you're going to have to like work through and it's going to take time. Yeah. And so if you have a strong faith, obviously God's going to give you the power to do that. And, you know, for her, you know, maybe posting on social media gives her gratification, but it's an addiction, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, maybe she views herself as something mm-hmm. that's, like, not beautiful. And, like, mm-hmm. she's always hated herself and yeah. but yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And it's an addiction because she gets that instant gratification. But, well, I mean, to, like, so to, I don't know. To know, like, that's a hard question, but I don't know. Yeah. You know? However, do you think it's possible to be too... Do you think it's possible that God could send you something, but maybe you're too blind to see the good in it? <sighs> Man, dude, I've thought about that a lot, actually. Right? I've thought about that it's a like, lot. What if I've, God I've, was like, I've you sent know, you, you know what's this crazy? person, this person, this person, this person, and you keep saying, no, this is like, and you're just you know kind what I've of also too... thought about? I've also thought about, um, like, what if God's going to send me a woman, and I am the messenger for her to get her into church, and then she grows her faith yeah. with me as well. Well, I know one I've thing in the Bible that too. Well, God doesn't um, doesn't want you to be married to a non Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that. So it's like, but he didn't say anything about being the messenger and getting them into. Maybe I've also thought. But about I would that. say I'm you like, would have to mm-hmm. before you date them. They would have to be a Christian first. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, hundred so percent. They could be a friend. They could be a friend. In, exactly. They could be a friend. Exactly. So it could yeah. be that. Mm-hmm. I mean, who I, knows, thought, right? I thought about, I'm like, man, what if, what if that, it's just, there's a lot of possibilities. I tell you all the time. I'm like, I think the girl that you paint, I'm like, you're not going to get that. You mm-hmm. want to know why? Cause I just know God, that's not how God works. Mm-hmm. Like the girl that you want. It's facts, bro. It's facts. You're not that's gonna not get how that God girl. works you, at all. It's facts, you tell bro. me your criteria and like what you want. I'm like, dude, the more, the more, I, the more, more I've grown in my faith, bro. That's, that's facts, dude. He's never, he's never going to do what you want. He's going to do what it's supposed to yeah. happen. Yeah, it's never so. gonna turn out the way you want it. It's crazy, dude. And the thing is, is if you if you force what you want, you're not gonna be happy with it. Yeah, if it's for you, you'll know when it's forced and it's not right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's how you know. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other topic in itself, man. bro. We, man, I saw it was this analogy. I f- I forgot where I read it, but it was like a story of a guy. He got lost at sea, and there were three boats. Um, there's like one boat that came past them and they said, Hey, you need help. And he's like, no, 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 God, God's got me. Like, I'm going to be good, whatever. Like he's going to help me out. And then another boat comes and it was like, basically like I'm butchering this, but basically three boats came by and they're like, you need help. And he's like, no, 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 no. God's like, he's going to get me to land. Um, I don't no, no, it's okay. not. It was just an analogy. Okay. Um, it's a story, but yeah. It was based off of, I know it was based off of like a teaching from the Bible, but yeah. I don't remember exactly, but this uh, pastor used this uh, message and he's like, then the guy was like, no, 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 God's got me. Like he's going to push me to lamp, whatever. Like I'll, I'll be fine. And eventually the guy dies and he gets to heaven and God's like, what the hell? He's like, I sent you three boats. Like those were your signs and you were too ignorant because you thought something else was going to be. He's like, sometimes the, mm. what is like supposed to be sent mm. to you is the most like 
like it doesn't seem like it because it's just so obvious, but it's but it actually is. Mm. And you just thought it was gonna be something else. Mm. So what if that's you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's crazy. wild. I wish I remember the teaching. Mm. That's crazy, bro. That's uh yeah, that's wow. Yeah. That's a good analogy, bro. It's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, dude, that was a that was good a topic. good one. Yeah. What did we just talk about? Because we can cover that topic next week. Yeah, we no, we talked about what. How do you know it's a like? How do you know it's a good thing and what's a bad thing? Mm. That's kind of like it, basically. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um. Love you guys. Appreciate y'all. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for all the questions this past week. Definitely some great, great questions. And if you guys need help to learn how to ask questions, watch our last video. Yeah. With that being said, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.